T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mike's on. All right, we come your way on this Thursday, the 14th day of the month of May. Uh, so halfway through another month as we continue along, we'll see. Maybe things will get better. We'll have to wait and see. It's going to get warmer. We know that. Uh, if you haven't experienced any warm weather, you've been waiting, and every day's cold, and every day's kind of, you know, you're sitting there saying, when does spring start? Well, spring's not going to start. Summer's going to show up fairly fast, though, like tomorrow. So it's going to be 80 five degrees tomorrow so realize today was 63 was 60 degrees is the high 85 to 90 tomorrow so summer arrives in a big way tomorrow uh and we go right from winter to summer here in new york so uh get ready as it comes your way now it's not gonna last very long but before you know it you're gonna be in the 70s a lot of days so uh time to get ready for that get outside if you haven't done that and you know, be a good day to go out and play some golf, or even it's going to be 80 degrees on Saturday, too. So get ready as the warm weather is about to come. Now, talking about the 14th day, as we always do, well, let me tell you first, 6.30. 6.30, Howie's got Mets. Uh, they're going to go to back to the NLDS 2015 for tonight's game. Uh, I guarantee you it'll be a happy uh, outcome. The yeah, Mets will win. They don't play any losers. Uh, and uh, how we'll be bringing you that 6.30 this evening. Uh, we're brought to you by Casamigos, as we always say, brought to you by those who drink it, and um, we always track Mandel and Bernie and just look at what the day brings. We started doing this a couple weeks ago. May 14th, 1967 is a day I've mentioned before because that was Mother's Day, May 14th, 1967. It was a dreary Sunday, Mother's Day. I remember it well, and they gave away this gold pendant at Yankee Stadium. If you can find one now, they're worth a pretty good amount of money, especially if you can get it in the box. But um, that day, Mantle hit a home run off Stu Miller. It was his 500th home run. This was the this was the Yankees in decline. This was Mickey in decline. This was Mickey now at first base. Uh, he had a home run. Seventh inning, his fourth of the season. The Yankees weren't going anywhere that year. 
Mickey was on his way to 536 homers. This was number 500. He went two for four with a one RBI, two runs scored on the day. Uh, 5-4-1967. for Bernie Williams in the later days of his career. Went two for three with two walks. He got on base four out of five times and knocked in three runs. Uh, so that was 5-4-2004 for one Bernie Williams. Most of the time when you see in these years, for male, it's usually between 55 and 61 that you get. You usually don't get before 55. You usually don't get after 61. Once in a while, you throw in a 62. And for Bernie, it's usually from 95 to 03, 02, 03. Those were the main years. They both played a long time, though. Bernie 16, Mickey 18 uh, years. Uh, and neither one ever wore another uniform, which is nice. Um, I mentioned that one of the first things back is going to be golf. Uh, the Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady event. Uh, Tiger and Peyton are a little less than two to one. They're eight and a half to five favorites. So you get 150. And I always find these splits unfair because I always think they take too much of a split, the books. Because if if you're making someone pay 190, which you pay for 100 on the bet, then you should get 180 back. It should be, that's it. No more. Anything else is a little piggish. To me, you shouldn't get 150. You get paid 150 and you get lay 190, which means they get a nice bit of change in between, which is too, the breakage is, is too much there. Uh, it shouldn't be that way, but it is. So you get 150 for 100 if you back Phil and Tom, and you get, you lay 190 for 100 if you back Tiger uh, and Peyton. Now, if you I went and looked for the handicaps. I got... Tom's handicap is an eight. So that's what he is, a recorded eight, which is a good, solid player. That's a very good, for everyday players, that's a good, solid player. You know, you're going to go out, you're going to shoot 80. That's a really good player. I got Manning, I couldn't get an official handicap for. I have him between a six and an eight, depending on who you talk to. So... Got him between a six and an eight. So I don't have an official one yet. I don't know what he's running to officially right now. But they got, so they're both about even. And then you have Tiger and Phil, obviously. So that's why. And remember, you got the Florida guys and, well, really one Florida guy, and that's Tiger. Tom is now a Florida guy, but he's really not. But he, Tiger, that's his course, medalist. So um, he has the home court advantage, the home field advantage, and so they deserve to be favored. They'd be favored anyway because Tiger would be a little favored over Phil, but last time they did this, Phil won. This will be on TV the 24th. It'll be not pay-per- Last time they did a pay-per-view. This time it's not pay-per-view. It's on TBS, so it will come your way on the 24th of May, and they should, they'll add some betting features, but right now, 190 to 1, they're the favorites, and you would get 150 with, uh, Phil and Brady right now, and it's Tiger and Peyton. That's the match. They're going to play 18 holes, and that will come your way on the 24th. As we start to wait for other sports to open with football, which obviously is eight weeks to training camp, depending on the team, eight to nine weeks to training camp, um, they will stay in the virtual season they are in through the month of May. They had... We're going to stop it on the 15th, but they're not ready to. So they will now stay in the same way until 
the last day of May. Then we'll see what happens there as they will their camps don't officially close up where everybody's on vacation until the 28th of June, and then they'll be back after that for uh, training camp, which will start late July, early August. Um, You know that out in California, you already have some closures through July and closures with the California State University System, which has already announced that it's shutting down the semester through next fall. So you have some very, very long closures still going on there. NHL, Bentman said, listen, the hard thing is to get this done, but we're going to get this done. The easy thing would be to just say, see you next season. That's not going to happen. We're going to do what's hard, and we're going to get this done. So he's still committed to getting it done. As far as uh, basketball, same thing. They have to get by... First, the safety issues, the health issues, and that's the same for baseball. They have to get this settled first. The first thing they have to decide before they even get to how many people are going to be allowed to be near the players, how many people are going to be inside each team's traveling group, uh, all the different things that have to be discussed. The first thing is what constitutes a problem? As Silva said yesterday, to both owners and players alike, if if we're going to shut down on one positive, then we shouldn't even reopen. So that's not the case. But the question is, and it's a fair one, what does constitute a problem? How many players? You know, it could be nightmares. Let's say you get to the NBA Finals and you have the Lakers and Milwaukee and the freak or LeBron comes up sick completely destroys your season and your series. So you have to go to, you know, you have to keep these guys almost hermetically sealed until the season's finished. I mean, you don't want to come create any risk there. And risk is the issue, obviously, for baseball players too, because you see what Blake Snell said. He said, I would rather not take this risk. And he did not do a good job of, putting it in real terms because he made it an economic issue. He said playing for reduced pay is not worth it. That's not what he should have said. If he had a problem with the physical risk, if he had a problem with the health concerns, that's one thing. Saying that it's about money, that, hey, I'm not playing for half salary, and then realize that I got to get hit by taxes on top of that, so look at what I'm playing for. You're still playing for almost $2 million dollars after taxes. I mean, you're playing baseball for that. How many people in America wouldn't play baseball for $2 million? Tax-free. Maybe his after taxes is a little more like one eight, but so what? You get the point. He makes $7 million a year. He was talking about playing for 3-5 and then getting hit for taxes on 3-5, so maybe it comes out one seven one eight that he gets back depending where he lives. I think if he lives in Florida, he gets a little more back because he's not getting hit with a state income tax, which is the reason why Florida is so popular. But it's not the tack you want to take. It's not the approach you want to take where you make it about economics rather than about the physical risk. The risk is one thing. Nobody can tell you and demand that you play. 
if you feel a risk, if you feel a risk for your family, that, that's a real concern. But making it a, that it's not worth the risk at this price, that's the message you don't want to send. That is not, that's the one that's going to blow up in their face. And they're headed for that right now. It looks like anything that you warn them about is going to happen. They're headed down absolutely the wrong path now in a country that can't get reopened, which is watching people die every day. And I still have no answers. Now, I see that massive crowds hit Wisconsin bars after court rules, stay-at-home orders are lifted. The courts overruled the politicians and opened it up. Let's just hope. Let's just hope that in three weeks, they're still all smiling. Two or three weeks from now is when we'll find out if they can get away with that. And hopefully they can, because that's a good sign for all of us if they can. If they can go out and all crowd to a bar and get away with it, and they don't get hit with a rash of virus, and they have no problems there in a couple of weeks, that's a great sign for all of us. We'd all cheer that. That would be a big step in the right direction. So let's see what happens when it comes out about that. Because when you want to look at this, is after you see the crowds, you want to wait two weeks and see what the answer is. And you hope, I hope, I'm rooting that there's nothing because that's it would be a great sign for all of us. It really would. That would be a step in the right direction. Back after this. Word that the Jets may be close to signing Logan Ryan. Now, I think that will be received everywhere as a good move because he's a good productive player. But the Jets need some pure cover corners, and that's not really his strength. I mean, he's a good He's a, first of all, he's a talented football player. He's a very good football player. And he's a versatile football player. And he can, you know, there's no question that he's an upgrade. But he is not a shutdown corner. Now, you're not going to find many shutdown corners anyway, but this guy's not going to come cheap. I haven't seen a contract on him yet. He's a Swiss Army knife is what he is. He's a guy that you can use in a variety of coverages. He's a guy that you can use in a lot of blitzes. He's a guy that gets sacks. He's a guy who gets tackles. He's a guy that gets interceptions and coverages. But he's not a great cover corner. So if you're looking for that guy who's, you know, okay, now with the safeties the Jets have. I mean, listen, you add him. He is... If you ask me, is he a good football player? He's a very good football player. He's a better football player than he is a corner. He brings versatility. He brings a winning way of playing. He makes big plays. I like him as a player. I'd have him on my team in a second. But I still need to go out and get a cover corner before I feel like I have my defense finished. Because if I'm not going to ask him to go shut down my, my really good receiver, that's not, his, that's not what he does That's not his best. I'm not saying he can't do it. It's not his best thing. And he's not going to be cheap. He's going to want a good amount of money. Now, I don't know what other teams I've seen a couple of the teams mentioned. But I don't know who they're bidding against. I don't know how many teams they're bidding against. Would I sign them? I would. Is there a reasonable price? A reasonable price. If I can get him or get Clowney and I can't afford both, I think I take Clowney. 
because I think Clowney serves a the Jets have two specific needs. They have a they need a cover corner, they need a classic pass rusher. Clowney is more the classic pass rusher than Ryan's the classic cover guy. So if I'm going to go with one or the other, and I understand the baggage on Clowney. Is Clowney going to give you day-in, day-out consistency where he's going to be there at the top of his game every game? No. Will he have games where you say, oh, my God, Clowney was the best player on the field? Yes. Do you hope it's in the right game? You do. Can you ring the bell with him? Listen, if you're going to ring the bell with Clowney, if Clowney gives you his A game 16 times, he's a 20-plus million-dollar player. You're not going to want to pay him that because he does take days off. He does take plays off. That's who he's been his whole career. There'll be days where you say, man, I haven't seen Clowney all day. He has days like that. But he also has days where you turn around and say, man, I don't win this game without Clowney. He disrupted the entire game. So if it came down to Ryan or Clowney, I'd take Clowney. Would I take Ryan? Yes. At the right price, as long as I've also figured out the rest of my corner issues. Because this guy, like I said, to play to his bet, do I like him in a secondary with the guys you have at safety on that team? Yes, he's a winning player. So if I'm looking at playing a lot of, you know, nickel do I want him to be one of the five guys I have in that secondary and I can walk him around and do a lot of things with him in nickel and dime? Absolutely. Absolutely. I can use him in a variety of ways. I can use him at the line of scrimmage. I can have him break up plays there. He can get to the quarterback. He can play at the line of scrimmage. He can, he can battle at the line of scrimmage. He can stuff a run play. He can do all that. Like I said, he's a Swiss, he's a Swiss Army knife. That's what he is. You can use him in a variety of ways, and he's a good, winning football player. First of all, I got to know one thing. Do you have enough cover corners on the, on the roster? And number two, what's the price? How much am I paying him? Because there's a, there's a price tag on anybody. Now, I understand he's not going to come cheap. But if he's looking for $10 million a year, I'm not paying him. If he wants $10 million a year or more, I'm not paying him. Richard in Manhattan, what's up, Richard? Your 10 ball players, four in the American, four in the National, and two played in both. Yaz, Reggie, Kayline. Oh, oh, don't give me 10 players now. What am I going to do with 10 players? What, what, what's your point? No, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Just ask me a specific question. Not, not 10 guys. Frank Don't give me 10 guys. Just give okay. me two guys or something. I can't be talking about 10 guys in, in a couple Frank of minutes. Robinson, what? Winfield, Clemente. Of those yeah, three, of, uh, wait a second. Of those five guys, Frank Robinson's the best player. Better than Clemente. Yes. Better than Yaz. Oh, not even close. So who do you go to? Of Caruso? those five guys? Yeah. I, 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 Carew doesn't count with those guys. Not an outfielder. Wow. Uh, give me who you didn't give me Carew, you gave me Yaz, Tony Gwynn, Clemente. Wait a second, you didn't give me Gwynn before. Okay, oh. you, you gave me you gave me Clemente, oh, Yaz, Robinson, Winfield, K Line, Reggie. Wait, 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 well, first of all, the best player of the group is Frank Robinson. Over sec- Clemente. 
Yes, because he had power and Clemente didn't. Okay. The second best player of that group is Clemente. Um, and then the third best player of that group was K-Line. Over Reggie. I, I didn't know you have Reggie. Well, Reggie's tricky. You know, he wasn't a great all-around player. He was a great slugger, though. So I got, and he was a great big game player. So he's a little different. He's not a great everyday player, but he was a great slugger and a great big game player. So he's tricky. Um, Uh, for his career, for his career, yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would for his career, yes. Yaz, is, Yaz had a great year, and he was a classic player. But if you look, Yaz played 20 years and hit 400 home runs. Thanks for the call. I mean, that, Yaz was not a real power hitter. He had one year where he had 44 home runs, but he was not a guy in a lot of years. Yaz didn't have a lot of years where he had 30 home runs. I love Yaz as a player. He was a great fielder. He was, Yaz was an inspirational player. Was he as good as Frank Robinson or Clemente? No. Uh, of that group, and I don't remember because you kept changing players, the guy who was the best player in that whole group was Frank Robinson because he was five tools. Clemente was not a power hitter. He was a guy who had, was a great defensive player, great arm, and was a great average hitter. He was not a great power hitter. Frank Robinson could do all that, could do everything, and he was also a power hitter. Frank Robinson was a triple crown threat. The other guys were not. None of those other guys are triple crown threats. Frank Robinson was. Frank Robinson's on that same level with Hank Aaron. He's on the same level with those guys, with Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays. He's on that level, Frank Robinson. Because they had every tool. They could do everything. Hit for average, hit for power, run, throw, everything. They could all do all that. Uh, one more call before I uh, bid you adieu, and then we have Met Baseball coming up. Jason and Great Neck, go ahead, Jason. Hey, Mike, what's going on? If there's no cure of vaccine by next year, how, how many Oh, who knows? I don't God. Hey, time? listen, I don't even – Jason, 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 don't bum me out. I can't even think about next year, okay? I'm sorry. If I, 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 I mean, but, uh, but I can't – I can't – listen, I can't – thanks for the call, but I can't sit here – and think about next year right now. I got to take this a month at a time uh, and just hope that there's a therapeutic that works. Do I think there's going to be a vaccine this year? No. Anybody that you talk to who's a scientist or a doctor tells you that you're not seeing a vaccine until 12 to 18 months. And they said that's really fast. A real legitimate vaccine plus then... Getting enough of it made and distributed is going to be the second nightmare after you've, been able, after you've got it and you've got it and you're ready to deploy it. Then distributing it is going, producing it and distributing it is going to be a nightmare. So there's two nightmares, finding it, proving that it, it can work efficiently and not hurt anybody and go through all the studies and everything else and then mass producing it. Is another issue. So anyone you talk to, I mean, anyone has admitted if you did it 12 to 18 months, that would be like lightning warp speed to do it at that speed. Before that, therapeutic, yes. Uh, hopefully we have one that works already. You know, hopefully the uh, remdesivir works already, you know. Hopefully that's the case. Uh, now, again, that doesn't come in pill form. It's uh, something you get in the hospital. Uh, but you get it intravenously, but if it can save lives, then, you know, maybe that works, hopefully. 
But again, that hasn't been mass produced yet either. So who knows? And we don't know all the details of that. But I can't sit here and talk about next year yet. It's too hard. Uh, give me it a month at a time. Um, Casamigos Tequila, as always, brings you the program. Brought to you by those who drink it. As we approach 6.30, Met Baseball coming up. Howie will t- guide you through it. Uh, enjoy tomorrow. We'll talk to you late in the day. But first, tomorrow, an 85-degree day. How about that? So no, fall, no spring from winter to summer in the snap of a finger. Enjoy. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.